Dumpster Divas, welcome to another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix Hamlet. We are here to dive into the reality TV that made us, well, the garbage we are. I know that's right. And expect like a mix of throwback recaps as well as chats about what we are still watching today. Tom, are you ready to get into it? Let's go. Hi, everyone. We, by we, I mean me, I'm here. I had to hop on the mic right after the new year because uh, 2024 has started with quite the the bang. It was the opening to the year I didn't know I needed. And um, yeah, we're, we're talking SLC finale, season four finale today because it was explosive. And we're here with one of your favorite people here on the pod and one of my nearest and dearest in real life, Spencer Glass. You can follow him at spencer.glass on TikTok. Um, and check out all he's doing there for if there's actors uh, listening, check Spencer out for all acting coaching. He's a, he's a superstar in that field. Uh, but most importantly, we're leaning on you today for your, you know, humor and expertise when it comes to all things uh, Angie K. <laughs> I, I think it's only fair to thanks, Tom, for that intro. I mm-hmm. think it's only fair that I start out by saying receipts. Proof, timeline, screenshots, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Which Heather, you know, I are you have you have you always been like a Heather girl or no? I am I am a Heather fan. I I think um I think a little bit fame got to her, and I feel definitely like lost a little bit of rawness that I loved about Heather. But I think she flew this season. Yeah, I go back and forth with her because I, I do I do find her a little too... I want her to realize she's no longer relatable. She's a housewife, you know? Like, she's... I think she wants to forever be this, like, relatable queen of Bravo. It's like, unfortunately, that ship sailed once season one began airing. You know, like, you are famous now. You have a platform. Like, just lean into being, you know who you who you are now I guess like because I just don't she thinks she's this like cool down chick and I learned that she's not really especially throughout this season but you know I do like her and I she did step up here at in these kind of pinnacle final moments of season four and delivered an iconic episode I really yeah I I hear what you're saying I definitely think Heather like wants to take the Drew Barrymore talk show energy into Housewives, but you're right. Sure. She's famous and you know she's really good at her job. And um I I just I've always loved Heather and she reached pinnacle tier one housewife fame on that finale. and I'm sure we're gonna get into it. Like whether or not it felt staged, it felt prepared um definitely it definitely was yeah but it should be it was sharp and it was listen i bought what she was selling but there's also a world where like i also think heather's just a really good speaker in general like i feel like she can just fly that i agree you know what i mean she's yeah she's funny and she gets wordplay and she can she can like talk stuff like like she she's good on her feet so like she kind of i think she can figure out how things will sound and yeah. says it in a way that's like a pleasing aesthetically for a television program one it's so clean like lisa barlow could never <laughs> no yeah like it like it had to be heather <laughs> but 
Have right. we really took throne? She is officially, you know, people I think we were starting to be like, this is Lisa's show. This is Heather's show. Yeah, agreed. I just, I'm, I'm ready for, with the Heather storyline, I just need Bad Mormon to be released into <laughs> bookshelves everywhere, and I just don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm also good on Bad Mormon. Um, uh, the, I mean, well, I'll say this, but we don't have to spend time in it because it's not really finale, but like the Whitney Heather Bad Mormon book, that whole fight that bled mm-hmm. into the finale, like it's just the topic has to be dropped now because she's more than her book. Um, and we know that Whitney is more than the Titanic and like, <laughs> I can't, I, I Whitney, I I understand. Okay. There's a part of Whitney's thought process that I do understand where it's like, I didn't know how I'd feel. I didn't think I'd feel this way actually reading in print words about me. And I, it, it hit me in a weird way and I should have read it way sooner. That's coming the core of her issue, but her, her, I say this every, every time I hop here on the pod, her delivery is so bad constantly and she doesn't know how to say what she feels. So she's like, you gave me, you read me, you read me the book but i read the book now <laughs> it's like okay well that certainly isn't that's not really like a defense like you, you you just say like it just feels different now reading it yes i would agree whitney's very smart and that's why i like her she's very in tune i would agree her delivery is not she's not a presidential candidate by any means um but I no. will say I understood what she was saying. She was saying, but she kept, she just goes in circles and then it gets, and then she confuses herself. She was saying, Heather, you are sex shaming people on this trip, but you had no problem writing about me. And that's fine because we agreed to that, but you can't, you can't profit off my sexuality, but then not let us talk about sexuality. I yeah. think that's what she was trying to say. Anyway, it was. I I agree. I, I do think that is what it is, but and I agree with her that Heather needs to nix it on the sex shaming. It's a little, it's a, it's, it's weird to well, me. I, Especially because a couple seasons ago, she was like on camera being like, I leaving parties with men. I think this is where the editing comes in. The inappropriate sure. thing was Monica asking her about her daughter. I thought that completely was, inappropriate. I thought that was really inappropriate. And I was, I just think it just. I just think it's spun out of control from there. Um, yeah. But also Whitney Whitney needs to also take a deeper look within because, and acknowledge this, her husband got fired from his job because of her, like, seduce, her putting him in a bathtub on camera. I'm not saying it's all her fault, I guess, but, like, they did that together. But, like, he got fired from his job because they, like, essentially almost had sex on camera in a bathtub together. And or and rubbed mud on each other's bodies. Like, like you also are on a television program we're watching doing very outlandish things. I, I don't know. It's like, I, I can't always keep track of where she is. And then her telling Lisa Barlow like a couple episodes she can't curse in her house. It was just funny to me. I understand where everyone's point of view on the contradictions there are. Well, it's like the, yeah, it's, but this is why these women are, this is why these women are incredible together because they hate each other and they love each other deeply. And yeah, you can see it in that beach scene. 
you can see it in the beach scene. Like I look at, it's the same with Miami. They all love each other, but hate each other. And that's Mm -hmm. why it works. But that's why Beverly Hills, I don't really think works. That's why Potomac, I don't think is really working. Oh, God, as we're struggling. Like, I'm not even caught up. And it's, it is, um, shamelessly, I watch every single franchise and I will not miss, I will not miss a night. I might start it late, but I will not miss a night. Yeah. Oh, you, you're a live, you're a live watcher. It's what I look forward to. So I like work yeah. all day and then I'm like, oh my God, I have, so like Wednesdays are great. I'm like, I have two hours of Housewives where I can shut my brain off. This is amazing. See, I like to take it down in the mornings, actually. Oh, that's also nice. Like, with coffee. Like, it's very relaxing for me. Like, pour my coffee, make breakfast, watch my two hours of my stories while I, like, do my first round of, like, answering emails and then get to work. Mm. It, like, starts my day. Yeah, that sounds... You know, I know a woman that I grew up with who, um, she has to be at work at, like, 6.30 in the morning, Mm -hmm. and she... Gets up at two in the morning. She works no. out. She works out. She makes breakfast and has her coffee, and she watches Housewives. And <laughs> that, is, that is is psychotic. I, think, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I guess like more power to her. I think it's iconic. Um, like she goes to bed at like seven, and like that like gets her day started, which I think is amazing. Wow. Um, Props to her, I guess. I mean, that's I, a wild schedule to live off of. I don't want to be the podcast interviewer, but like this is what's shaking me, and I like yeah. Like, I need to let's ask. talk about it. Do you think Monica is getting a second season? So, at first when I watched it, I was like, "Well, yes, absolutely." But then today, I was just kind of like at work thinking about it because I I can't stop thinking about it. I assume everyone else is in the same boat of that, like it really was wild and it gets better as you think about it more about how crazy and layered the whole thing is. You know, I think it would be very iconic if she didn't come back and she just like wreaked havoc for a season. So part of me like kind of is down for that. Cause here's the thing. She will be fine. Like she has created some of the most riveting television in her I don't know, 18 episodes on this television program. So she's going to be good. Like, I'm sure that someone will find her a reality route after this. I'm sure she'll be on some, the traders would be perfect for her or like, and yeah, other game show reality, things like that. Like she's like a Daniel Staub in a way where it's like, you can only take her for a couple seasons. Then eventually she just needs to like go away. So I don't know where we go from here kind of, but at the same time, I don't really know where we go without her. Like if she's not there, the women can, those, the core four women don't need to talk about her again. They then lose all connection to Jen really. And they can kind of just continue with some new wacky storylines and in Salt Lake city, Utah, I guess. So it's like, iconic of monica to not come back i really do believe like i think that'd be so cool if she's just like one season wonder one of the but then also is in the top 20 best housewives of all time you know that's cool but then for the sake of the show i don't know what happens next so that's kind of my my convoluted answer what are your thoughts that's interesting that's interesting um so when i was watching the finale when I was watch when like it was basically ending and 
<laughs> pack your bags. And she got up and she left. <laughs> just I like, was like, yeah, there's no way she can come back. Like, there's no way. Like, okay. And then they went to her confessional. Yep. And then we went to the reunion trailer, which wasn't that good, by the way. But I get it. They probably are saving some stuff. Um, yeah. I think there's more reveals and stuff. I don't know how much they can tease, honestly. I think this is like Vanderpump Rules status, where if she gets a second season, the the views are going to be even higher. Like, and sure. I already think... I know that she is a complicated, um, controversial human for this show, even before this mm-hmm. all went down. I do think that she elevated Salt Lake City Housewives. Totally. I think that she's a force to be reckoned with. And I know that you and I haven't touched on, like, morally, how do we feel about all of this? But I have to say, I think it would be a really bad business move if they did not bring her back. And I think, actually... They should bring her back. They should bring, remember, um, d- um, Dana, Dana. Yeah. Cause they're friends. Yeah. I thought should have been brought back. Um, I agree. I liked her. I really liked her. Um, they're friends. I think they should bring her back as a friend of so that she has an ally. Mm-hmm. And I think Whitney will be the first one to have a conversation with her. I agree. Whitney is so pal, like, so like, um, She'll she'll fly wherever. Like she she switched to Team Lisa Barlow last season out of nowhere. She will yeah. She will go wherever the wind blows to like make a good story. So I I, I agree. I also yeah. I I think she should be asked back. Oh, I definitely think she should be asked. Definitely, and you know, I take take all the scandal out. She brought one of the most authentic crazy storylines to Bravo and forever to me, which was the relationship between her and her mother. That was one of the most raw things we've seen, not like not curated for TV at all interactions we've had in so long on the show. I mean, she she's very she's not afraid of anything it seems. She's not, but she's not. But there's a part of me that's like, there's a part of me that fully agrees with you. And there's a part of me that thinks she's a mastermind. Mm -hmm. And so now I look back on the show and I'm like, what was distracting us? And what was distracting the women? And what is the relationship with her and her mother? And was her mother in on any of this? I do think there is immense tension. I just... Yeah, there's a part of me that now really finds Monica mysterious, but I mm-hmm. still love her. Like, I'm sorry, I love Monica. Like, I, I do. Yeah, I don't know that I. I love her for the show. I, I don't want to come near her. Like, with a ten foot pole, I don't. But I think just because she she does frighten me a bit. Internet trolls are scary, and through the you know the Bravo podcast and um, Instagram sphere we have come in contact with some drama in the past with us also with other people, people will do crazy things behind their telephone. Yeah, Like they will, the links people will go to, to just ruin someone's life because someone like posted, a, literally posted a meme that was similar to theirs. 
I'm, I'm not, that's not, I'm not fabricating. That's in, like an actual situation. Like people will eviscerate others for the smallest things. And like to have the bandwidth to like build up a gossip, like Instagram account takes so much energy. And anyone who is able to troll like that, it, it, it stresses me out. It really doesn't. It scares me about what, you, what they, what, how they can navigate real life if they're able to do that behind a telephone. I, yeah, I agree. I don't know. They just freak me out. They do. They do. And they ruin people's lives. Like internet trolls can very easily. They, you know, cyberbullying is real. Like you can expose things about people's families that don't need to be out there. There's just so much that you can do in the world of social media that we live in where so much information is very easily accessible so much private information is very easily accessible that we think is protected behind just like a password, um, which is so hilarious to me sometimes when you think about it. And like, it just, it just, I, I don't know. That's my, that's, that is where I, I take a step back and I'm like, okay, I don't love her because like she did try to take people down. And I don't know, even though Jen Shaw should be taken down, let the, let the feds do that. I, don't think that you're wrong and I need to marinate on that. But I also don't have plans on meeting Monica. So I'm kind of like, (laughs) kind of like I want you back and I can't wait to watch. Agreed. And what I really think is that I'm curious which women have interacted with this. So I saw on Instagram after they filmed the reunion prior to us knowing about everything that goes down that, Meredith and Whitney followed her after the reunion. Followed. I don't know what that means, but followed Monica after the reunion. Okay. Which is, feels like a bridge to me, probably. I would say that feels like a bridge also. It, was it confirmed that Monica was the one messaging Meredith about Angie K stuff? No. So, okay. Th- yeah. So that's one of my... Yeah, that is that is one of my loose ends. So there are a couple loose ends here that I'm trying to like piece together because we didn't really get answers on. Um, one thing that I'm happy didn't come up was there was no mention of the whole lawsuit between Monica and Heather. I thought that would be a part of this, which wasn't, which I liked that there was like new info there. Um, but yeah, so loose end number one: Did Monica from a fake account DM? Meredith, all this information about Angie K being in the Greek mafia. You know, I don't know because like clearly it wasn't from the, well, we, we've gotten, we're 18 minutes in and we haven't said the the phrase reality Von <laughs> The fact that that is the name that they came up with baffles me. <laughs> but when Heather announced it to the women. I legitimately, I legitimately thought she was talking about she was talking about like a dra- like a drag queen. <laughs> totally. Like, oh, you're in real life, you are a drag queen. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, was what's going on? I was so confused. Yeah, the name is It's tough. But but she didn't she didn't DM Meredith from Reality Vontis too. Cause you know it's did you know it's two? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> reality Von- oh, oh my god balloons oh. are going up reality of Antis 2 not one um so it she didn't dm it from that account i don't think because they would have said that don't you think 
I oh definitely. Like Meredith would have been like reality von D's two, not one. Um, contacted me and let me know that Angie K right. is in the Greek mafia. <laughs> Poor Angie K. I know, but then the oh, I don't know who was this said on the show or in a recap podcast. I can't remember where I heard this, but no one knew at the time that they were filming this. They kept the season very under wraps and filming. I don't think anyone really knew who the new housewife was. So who would reach out to Monica to give her information about, because remember Monica initially said like, I also got information to my DMS too about the mafia stuff. And it's like, cause she was, remember she said that she was, she said her and Meredith got identical DMS from this account. And it's like, who would contact Monica? Like who, would Monica, find the new cast we, member. Now that we know, like, Monica has all these friends who were in on the Right, list. who could do that? My, my, something that I was, it, like, was said, but that it was, it wasn't unfinished. I'm just curious, like, how did she get on the show? Okay, yeah. Like, because they were like, when, when she applied, when I applied, it's like, you don't apply. Like, this is a, this is a who do you know? So how did you get on the show? And I'm also like, do, do producers know about this? Okay, so I have a theory about this. So one, I believe okay. that, um, I think that probably Angie K threw her name in the mix because they were friends. Because okay. they both were, after last season and after Jen's arrest, it sounded like the two of them were like, we need to get away from Jen Let's be friends. I think Angie K is the bridge to the show. Can I just say something? Which is, yeah, go ahead. I think Angie K had a really good season. I think I agree. Like, I love her. I think she had a lot. an amazing season. I love her. She feels like she not to like compare housewives. She feels like a Dorit. Like she just feels like you need her there. She's down to get dirty. She's but she's also very real. And I, you know, when you watch someone on TV and you're like, I know they're a nice person. I know she's nice. That is the biggest standout for me is like, you can tell that she has the, the compassion she had when she sat down with Monica at that weird, like breakfast lunch after Palm Springs. <laughs> yes. And she brought a gift for Monica because she knew she was like going through hard times and with her mom and stuff. I was like, people don't do this on housewives. <laughs> like just show up with like yep. thoughtful presence that they actually like went and she said in her interview, she's like, I don't know that I really like her, but I, I feel bad for her. Like, I want her to be in a better space. So, I, yeah, I got her something. I, it's not that deep. I'm like, oh, you're a good person. She's a good person. Anyway, she was the bridge to bringing Monica on. But what's your theory? I think. So, my theory about the producer's side of it is I think they knew about Reality Vontis too. Uh, not also, the number two. Um, and they... I think they were like, don't bring it up. Like, I think it came up towards the end of casting and they were like, okay, that's not great, but let's just not bring this to the forefront. Um, talk about your other stuff and we'll see if it comes out organically in the show. Because it makes her amazing TV, like for it to come out organically, if it does, you know? And I, because I, I can't imagine that they don't, I think Bravo knows about everything that we're like, do they not vet people? I think they know about it all. How would they find think, out about a burner account? I think that, 
I don't, I just kind of think that they figured it out, whether it's through, they have a social media vetting team. I, I just, I, I, and I could see her. She's so open being like full transparency because this happened on the show before. Remember Angie H, Angie Harrington's husband made that burner account to expose Jen Shaw as well. Like I could see her being like full transparency. I would love to be on the show, but I have done this. Like she's very open. She came on the show literally saying on her forehead, like slept with my brother-in-law. Like she doesn't seem to hide anything. And when they confronted her about it, she wasn't even like upset. She, nothing was more iconic than it's, it's not true entirely. (laughs) Um, okay. So I think they knew, I think that they just were like, let's see if it comes out. Now, something that did come out today, and I don't know if you saw it, Jen Shaw sued Monica because of her involvement with Reality Von Teese. She like sent a gag order to her. She Jen Shaw knew that she was a part of Reality Von Teese. When did which? When did Jen Shaw send that? In twenty twenty one. Oh, so like during filming of that of season three, or maybe like after it was done before she went to prison. I saw it today on the gram. I, I don't know if my dates are correct for those um, time time stamping me here, but uh, yeah, she. Jen Shaw knew about the account, allegedly, which makes me think that Heather knew about the account way before, way, 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 way before all this came out. I think we're about, I think this is why we need her to come back because I think shit's about to go down. I I agree. I think there's, because she's going to, Monica's just going to say this stuff. Like, I don't think she, she will be, I don't think she'll hide her thoughts about I don't think she'll hide anything at the reunion or about how this all came out. It's just an Instagram account. Whoo, man. I know. It's a lot. And like... Wait, but then... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you first. I... Back to NGK for a second. I cackled when Monica was like, oh, well, do you want to talk about your involvement in Reality Von Tease? Do you want to talk about your involvement in Reality Von Tease? And then they sh- cut to screenshots of NGK <laughs> just like sending like, lol, LMFAO girl, and then like <laughs> liking photos and stuff. I'm like, that's not nearly as damning as you think it is, but it's high comedy to like blame her as being a part of it and then the dms are just sort of sending like heart emojis yeah i was i was waiting for something more and like this no but i liked that it wasn't this is where it's like but if there is proof that the other housewives did similar things like that that angie replied then it's like you were supporting this also well right meredith meredith is never not threatening people with allegations about their families like she's always like well we've heard things we've heard things about the husband like like it's like right you heard that from the same place that reality von Tees heard it you know it's like all the same circle sorry meredith doesn't drive that was a reveal she says she hasn't driven since the 80s <laughs> 1987 i think to be exact like your kids are like the oldest kid is probably like our age or a little younger. So like that means you and Spencer and I were both born like in I was born in 1990. So like 
and I think you're 91. Like we're like born way after her stopping driving. So that means that her child was not being driven around by her, but by Seth or taxi. Right. Like I'm just, were they in New York maybe? And they were taking the subway. She lived in New York. I think she lived in New York before she had kids. I don't know. We'll have to ask her. I I'm very confused though. By the we will have to we will have to ask her, Spencer. <laughs> Do you think that she has a driver? No, I I don't. Well, Does, I don't is know. Bravo, is Bravo paying for these big black cars? No, certainly not. No, 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 no. There's no way they pay for transportation. So, like when Sutton got out of the car to go to, um, Crystal's Taco Tuesday. Yeah, like that's prob. Well, that is Sutton's driver. She has a driver. She pays that. Uh, she rode over with Dorit, right? No, or I don't know. I, I, I think Bravo does not pay for them. I think Sutton has a driver. Yes, because she made out with her driver. Remember? Of course. How could we forget? I, I die for that. Okay, she and, can't get a date, but she can hook up with her driver. She's low key getting kind of hot dates, though. You think yeah. that man who talked about her, his his mom? Uh, <laughs> He's not horrible I mean, looking. He's not horrible looking. And he is like 70. Yeah, I think they look good for like their age. Yeah, if not, fair. I just mean like now, I don't, I wouldn't go for that. Well, no, Tom, I'm not saying I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not suggesting that I'm interested in going out on a date with one of Sutton's, um, with one of Sutton's men. I just was like, go Sutton. Like, this, actually, sorry, go Alessandra for setting those dates up. <laughs> Al, I, Alessandra to me feels like someone that you tangentially know yes. <laughs> from Long Island. When I, when I, every time Alessandra is on Beverly Hills, who, for anyone listening, Alessandra is the matchmaker that's on Beverly Hills right now. Mm-hmm. I both am sent, like, I truly have shivers up my spine because I'm so uncomfortable, but I also know her and I die for her. Like, <laughs> Completely. It's so weird. She's not good on camera, but you... Yeah, I agree. Like, I know her. Yeah, like, I want to go to Jacob's Pickles with her. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Okay, so Meredith can't drive. No, Uh, can't drive. Let's let's go... Can you... So, I want to go back a little bit. So, okay. So, we've talked about kind of, like, the high-level points of this whole episode, but... The storytelling of the episode, I want to dive into a little bit. So they we they start us off with, you know, Heather getting this reveal on the phone, and then we go back. It was like a Scorsese film. We're, we're going back. We're going forward. We go back eight hours to them gallivanting around um, Bermuda. I don't know about you, but I did, I did cackle at a couple things. One, Monica did almost like kill herself and drive into that car. <laughs> Which did make me laugh. When she was on the motorcycle, she was like, she careened into the van. Like, I, I was like, oh, you, this was a near near death experience yes, for yes, you yes. in the van. So happy she's okay from that. Um, and then I did also did cackle at the tensions when Monica had to front the bill for everyone's perfume at the shop in Bermuda. And they made it seem like her card would get declined. <laughs> it- 
It makes me, it made me laugh because of like the bings and dings of like the sound effects and just like mm-hmm. the, like nothing is shadier when there's like the, like there's like a, there's like a sound effect that Bravo uses and like the second that her card, like you just see like both Angie and Heather like turn and I don't think her card was declined. It just was like the entire thing that was so funny and also Agreed. just like, and Monica caught on, there was this thing where like, Angie and Heather like kind of had this like oh you can cover us like there was like this energy happening I would have been so annoyed at them if I was there and they said that it's like well yeah but pay me back I mean like what the fuck right. I'm not buying this card. for you so yeah I can do whatever I want in here that right, right. Laugh. also what made me laugh was actually the beginning of the episode when Monica woke up in a bed with Whitney um yeah what was that like how did we get well, there I was, so I was confused <laughs> by that but I was more confused because Whitney's makeup was not even like actually it was as if she had glam come in her room and like lift the covers and do her makeup and then put her back to bed. She, she looks stunning. She woke up. She is stunning. Number oh, one, she's like movie star, beautiful. like yeah. movie star, beautiful. But then like it just was so funny because she, she looked it it looked like a it looked like a drag queen gag like show completely something i agree and then she just like look and then she just like walks into heather's room in like a full-on like lulu workout outfit yeah to to a non-apology um yeah but then so so yeah so we so we they go on this trip and then we get back to the house and then this is where things start to happen and because we haven't talked about this yet but heather summons the women to the beach because she wants to reveal like all of this to the women. Now, something about this that also made me really laugh is that for some reason she didn't invite Angie. (laughs) So Angie had to sit there at the, like the finale, like the ending dinner, just as surprised as the rest of them. Like, I wish we had seen like Angie be like, wait, you told all of them, but you didn't include me. This is where I hope that producers give this card to Andy, like Heather explain why Angie was not on the beach. But this is but this is also where, like, as soon as this was happening, I was like, okay, so what are they doing with Monica right now? What are they doing with Angie K right now? What were the conversations said? Like, what like it this is where I'm like, how much of this was staged? Well, I mean, I think so much of it was deeply staged. I just think that you have to remember there's story producers everywhere there too, like running around the house. It's not just the six of them in the house. Like there are other people. So I'm sure it's probably easy to distract Angie and Monica from looking outside at the beach and seeing the girls filming. Or even if they were filming, I'm sure they were like, well, I wonder what they're talking about. Like People are always like filming scenes amongst them, you know? I think it was for the best that Angie K wasn't there. Because I think that there was a deeper, there's a deeper thing here, you know, like they wanted to, they, this was the core four that's been there from the start who in this, you know, their lives have been ruined. Yeah, I I get it. I'm trying to find a quote that really had me cackling. Wait one second. Um, Did you hear, (laughs) did you hear when um, (laughs) Meredith said to Heather, in the cave, you didn't speak up for me at all. <laughs> like, take that, take that out of context. 
Like, take that out of context. In the cave, <laughs> you didn't speak for me at all. I had to stop and think about that. Like, the cave, like, this is the craziest show on television. But, Tom, <laughs> this is my question. When they all got to the dinner, and it started off with Whitney and Lisa and the dramatic thing, and then I got to Meredith and the cave, do you think that was all discussed? Like, okay, we're going to get mad at each other so that it really, sure. it, like, were they, we as viewers, were we supposed to know that they were in on it, or did that feel authentic? I think, I think it, I did, I, I don't know. I, I think that it was kind of authentic. Okay. Obviously, the dolls, the we haven't talked about the dolls, but the the dolls that Heather packed in a suitcase from Salt Lake City to take Bermuda, these little, like, um, sock puppets that she put on everyone's place setting. I mean, what are we doing? Um, and also the plan didn't totally work because she didn't have Monica's in front of her. Yeah, I was also... She picked confused. up Meredith's, right? And she was like, but I have a lot to say, but I'm not going to say it about you. I'm going to say it about you. Right. But, right, so... I think some of it was laid on a little thick, but I think in the end they do all love each other, but they all do kind of hate each other. So I think it's pretty easy for them to get to screaming levels with each other. And also there are cameras there. They know that they're barreling towards a finale. This is the end ish of the season. They got to do something. And I'm sure that that I'm sure that the screaming happens in those moments as well. Do you know what I mean? If you knew that you had a couple, you had a couple days left to filming a, a show. You would They're gonna do bring something. It. That's you know. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I because Meredith is always ready to scream, and so is Lisa. Like, if you just say one of their trigger words, like I mean, they'll be on their feet screaming. What? So that quote's iconic, and I never even thought about it. <laughs> Another quote was Monica calling Lisa. Old leathery Donald Trump <laughs> at <laughs> the IT. I will. That's like that. Right. Also, was pretty iconic for me. And Lisa is not good with her words. Like she doesn't know how to fight. Like she's she's good with like a quick one liner and then walks away. But in a tussle, like like she can't keep her cool and just like fight with words. Like. Some of our best, like Dorinda, for instance, is she could sit and fight and come up with phrases that don't make any sense, but you like love them. Mm-hmm. Bethany could do that. Um, Kenya Moore, Erica. Karen, Giselle, like Candace. Like there are women who can sit there and just kind of like spat with only words and just like really, yep. it's hilarious. You wish that writers are writing it down because it's like genius. Lisa auto goes to just like she's screaming <laughs> like she just is she's like you're the stupid idiot <laughs> he also like gets up like she's about to fight I know I'm like you're not gonna do anything and that's why you get Monica's just sitting there like what what I know it's 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 kind of amazing to see the pyrodynamic I agree I fully agree I don't really think anybody on that show are wordsmiths Except no. I think Heather can really hold her own. And I kind of think Meredith can also. <laughs> I, maybe. It depends on how many martinis she's had, I guess. But yeah, right. sometimes she can. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. I really loved that moment. And I also loved Whitney having to get up and move across. 
She was like, and you know what I'm going to do is I can't sit here. I'm going to sit there. And like, she literally just scooted her chair over <laughs> a couple seats. I'm like, ladies, this is crazy. And meanwhile, like I would be, if I was Monica, I would be sobbing if all these women were just standing up around me, screaming at me. She is sitting there in her blanket, curled up in her chair, half, nearly half asleep, just like, what what do you want me to say? Do you want me to tell you? Or are you going to let me talk? Or should I just go? Like, what's up? She had a face on that said, bring it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Let's go. I am. Um, I think. I, th- I think Monica breaks down and gets sad when. I think that she was mentally prepared for that moment. I, I, I agree. I, I do. And I think that she, I think that when push comes to shove, she was like, I need a raise next year. So I'm going to kill this right now. I completely and her agree. leaning into the enemy is the smartest thing she could have ever done. Totally. Because so many women on these shows are very scared to do that because they don't want to ruin their image. Correct. But she's like, what if she... I don't mean this in a shady way, but she literally is like, what image? Like, I don't know what you, like, I came on this show as the poor one. Like, I don't really have anything going for me except this show now. Like, I'm just a mom in Salt Lake City. She, but what's crazy is that, like, she didn't know what the viewers were. Like, she had no, like, it's not like they're filming this, you know. Right. Like, she could have been hated from this minute, the first minute she was on. This is why I'm like, she's a mastermind. Like, she's really smart. And that's kind of also why I love Erica, on Beverly Hills this season because Erica's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I am evil. You know, like Erica is the first housewife I think to say like I perform on the show. Yeah, and I, I also, when Erica said that thing about Kathy, I I was like, oh, I love you for this. When she was like, these women are so scared of Kathy because she they want to be invited to her parties and they want people to know that they were at her home for X, Y, and Z. And she's like, I never worked with her. Like I never like got on with her because I didn't give a shit. She's so fierce. She is. She honestly is. I get it. Um, wait. So, next thing I want to talk about, which we haven't spoken on, about sort of some some secrets or some mysteries that we're trying to figure out. Did who stole the bag from Meredith's store? Because that was really interesting. That they went back to the security footage and showed us that Monica was in the store with Jen when she stole the bag. It's like Jessica Simpson. Like I can't. She the 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 blonde. I'm so happy she got rid of the blonde before she got into TV. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is really interesting, and I know this will come up at the reunion. Like you know that Meredith called every. You know that Lisa also called for Meredith. Every yeah, totally. Possible person who could help them out with this. I. Oof. I what? hope she didn't steal it. My gut says I no. I think I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know either. Um, there's of course accusations of that now. Um, what I did find weird was Monica being like, "I've never been here before. This is so nice." But she ha- so that was weird. Like what a that is a so so those are moments when you're dealing with pathological liars that should be red flags. Like when someone's able to lie about something so little, so 
So, like, that didn't need to matter. Like, she could have said, I've been here, and Meredith wouldn't have been like, Meredith, it's not like Meredith's in that store every day. She goes in there when they're filming and then goes home. Like, yeah. like I don't think she would have ever known. Like, Monica's, that store's been in Salt Lake City for a, quite a while. I think it's, like, been there for 10 years. And and Monica's lived there her whole life. So, like, I don't think it's weird to be like, oh, yeah, I've been in a couple times. So, for you to go out of your way to lie to make it seem like you've never been in there is a little like, oh, then there's stuff up to me. That's a big red flag for me. What I'm interested in, it's like, okay, how... What I'm interested in is, so they found out on the beach, there was clearly no interaction getting ready between that and dinner. Are they all having meetings with with producers in between? Definitely. Like, well, they each have a producer. Meredith, who's by the way, so we have footage of her in your store from years ago. Um, she told you a couple of weeks ago at your store that, she, that she's never been to before. So remember that. Like, is that? I don't think it went that far. I, I think I think Meredith honestly came up with that on her own. Okay. Like, okay, interesting. Um, or maybe, or actually, you know what? Maybe M- Meredith knew. Maybe on a, okay, so because that footage we've seen it, yeah, like they showed us that footage in a reunion, like not zoomed in like that, but and Monica was always around Jen, so maybe Meredith had always kept in the back of her mind. But like, I thought you were there, okay, and maybe this is an opportunity to say it. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Producers do I, their job is to take notes and like log everything that's happening with the people in Video Village and like understand storylines while they're filming so they can push and encourage people to like bring up right. like, okay, you need to talk about this. You guys go to the beach or like, cause like they have to make something happen, you know? So that's, that's what their job is. So they probably, they definitely pushed all of them into bringing things up at this dinner. Cause I think they all knew going in something crazy was going to happen. Right. Okay. But I don't know. Like, I don't know that they were like, there is footage. We're going to, we're gonna see if she's in it and show it like make sure to mention this like i don't think it goes that far i think they had to figure that out after the fact probably interesting it's just it just it just aligned almost too perfectly you know what i mean just all of it i know i don't know the answer and when and when heather was telling her story about like from the beginning to the end the amount of times they cut back for like cut back for examples on things she was saying that was crazy to me. And like them be- being able to cut back to her hairstylist, them cutting back to um, her assistants and like them cutting to the footage of Mon- like, it's just crazy. All the things that they cut to. And then, I mean the biggest reveal of the episode, which doesn't even feel like a reveal. Cause it feels like we all sort of knew it in Heather's storytelling. She also tells us that Jen gave her the black eye. Which, why protect her? This is when Heather loses. This is when I get reminded why Heather lost me, like, last season. is like, why protect this woman? She's, especially after she had been sentenced, she's not going to get tried for assaulting you. I think that she's a mom. And I think that she felt for Jen's boys. And I think that she did not want yet another ex against Jen. I'm not saying, I'm not like, go Heather, 
but I understand. But this is a little bit where I'm like, were you saving this? Like, was this going to be your punchline, Heather? Like a little bit. And this is where I'm like, it just all felt a little staged. I, I, but I mean, who knows? Because Jen tweeted pretty immediately from jail that it wasn't her. Well, well, I heard that it's illegal to, she can't be, she can't, I think an assistant tweeted, posted from her phone. Like that wasn't her. She has assistants. I'm sure she has people still working for her for free. There's Shaw Squad still out there, I'm sure. Wow. I mean, she can't, she doesn't have a phone. She can't post. She could call someone and be like, post this and I'll, dic- I'll notate it to you on the phone. But like, she doesn't have access to those things, you know, like, like she couldn't have posted it. So someone posted it for her and probably she said that to them over the phone. But, but the black eye, like, I just, it, I think it was smart of Heather to reveal it then because no one's really talking about it. Yeah, I I almost forget how it came. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. She was talking about, she was talking about, um, like, telling the, she was talking about being honest and, and pro- it wasn't like being honest and then also protecting people or things like that. Right. She protected Jen so much that she lost her own dignity, so she can't protect Monica over this. Monica has to leave. Okay. Uh, yes. Heard. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just, we knew I, I, I know we all it's not like it was like yeah who else was it but it is know? chilling footage watching watching heather show the black eye to meredith and jen being next to her and jen being like we don't know how it happened like the entire thing is a little chilling it is and seeing her again was a jump scare for me <laughs> it was I, she is scary she is a scary woman to me and just seeing her pop up again i was like oh my god and she she that scene she looks she looks rough there is listen because you also have to think losing Jen is a big part of the show she was a big part of Salt Lake City and she was the mystery everything was a mystery the house the assistants the interns the marriage everything was a mystery the (laughs) the the job um everything was a mystery (laughs) They had to find somebody. They could not bring in an Angie Harrington, for example. Like, mm-hmm. they, they could not find a Salt Lake socialite who comes from old money. Like, they needed to find somebody who was raw and who was like, fuck it. And they found the perfect person. She's perfect. She's perfect for this show. I mean, she's amazing. She really is. I was saying to a friend, you're going to not like this. Or maybe you will. You're going to hate this or you're going to be like, I kind of get it. I was saying to a friend that um, I wish that Noella lived in Salt Lake City. Because she no, would be, you you ride too hard for her, Spencer. <laughs> she would be a really good addition to this cast as well. Well, I'm sure she has a Google alert when anyone mentions her. And she may hear this and then also then may pick up her bags and move there. I, I don't see that being above her. I love her all. <laughs> um, that was shocking and yet not shocking, Tom. I know. I know. It really was. It was. And, but once again, she's smart because like people are going to talk more about the craziness that is Monica and the scheme and all of this. And I, I think that the black eye will just kind of like float away as like a, Oh, we solved it, but it kind of, 
went out with a whimper, which was smart on her plan or the producer's plan. Um, but as we head into the reunion, uh, we'll wrap this up soon, but as we head into the re- reunion, is there anything that you're looking forward to? Is there anything that any more questions you're looking to have answered? I'm really hoping that there's a question about Lisa and Angie's relationship. And I'm hoping that Angie is willing to put the Monica thing to the side and admit that Lisa Barlow was treating Angie like she was a daughter in trouble um, at Wendy's event. Like, I'm hoping that Angie can relay to Lisa that you are a teenage girl. Like, I want her to come for Lisa a little bit, so I'm hoping for that. Um, I'm also hoping for clarity on the DMs regarding Angie K and Heather. <laughs> sure. Not Heather. And, and uh, Reality Vontees. Yeah, yeah. With <laughs> Vontees's, with, yes, Vontees a second, Meredith. I'm hoping <laughs> that that's also cleared up. And I'm also, I just want to like, I want Heather to break down how she found out. Like, it's just a little, that was just a little like, it was, it almost sounded, I was like, wait, who did you, who did you call that they bleeped out that like gave you like the thumbs up that it was her? I'm just curious mm-hmm. about all that. How about you? Yeah, I think she was saying I know someone who works at Instagram is what she said. I, I'm pretty sure that is what she said. That's what I thought also. It, the way her inflection, it just sounded like it to me. You know, when you, they bleep something, but you can kind of tell what it is. Yeah. The way she went into the word, it sounded like she was like, and I have a friend who works at Instagram. It just sounded like she was about to say that. So I think that's probably what it was. And they were able to like do some sleuthing about accounts that manage other accounts and stuff. Because when you block people on Instagram, I, I don't know if you've, I say <laughs> I've blocked people. I, I mean, I, I assume you have too. Um, it says like, would you like to block this account and all other accounts made by this account? Oh. Yeah. So when you, so when, if someone, has made an account that's like I so we found this <laughs> we found out someone who was trolling our podcast account this way unintentionally we blocked this person and then this other account that was trolling us in all our posts their their comments got deleted from all of our posts like at the same moment we blocked this other person because they were they had made a alt account where they were just being mean to people online and since they were blocked they were no longer a part of any posts that we had put on instagram oh like oh it's, my god that was them not that there's a list given to you of what the, of what the accounts are you just it doesn't tell you yeah it doesn't tell you it just removes any That's interactions with all accounts that they have yeah so for instance if you blocked me the dumpster drive account would also disappear for you because like i created that instagram account Interesting. Wow. That's really wild. So it's very easy on the Instagram's corporate end to look in and see who, how things are linked. I think it would be very easy to figure that out. So I, I think, it, I think that is what she said that she knew someone who worked at Instagram. I also am curious about Andy's opinion on all of this. I agree. I mean, he's been very positive towards Monica. I think he loves it. I think he loves the mess. I think he loves it too. I, I'm, also, like, how is this not leaked at BravoCon? Like, Monica was there. They did an amazing job. She wasn't with the house. Like, she wasn't hanging out with any of the housewives, right? No. Yeah, she only came for, like, a day. Did, did some panels with other housewives, but not Salt Lake City girls. Now, I just... People have been saying this online. 
I need everyone to take a note from these women. This is how these shows should operate. I think this season would have been a solid C plus if we had known anything going in, if we had known everything going into it, but because the season we knew literally nothing, it was why it was wild to, to actually react to things in real time. This is like how, like I remember when the Vicky Brooks cancer thing happened back in 20, I don't know. It was when we were in college, I think like I wasn't looking up things about like, like there was no, there was no like, that didn't leak before the show happened. You right. watched Vicky find out that her partner was in a cancer scam, like on television. <laughs> like that's how these shows should be. So we need to just rid ourselves of blind item culture and of all that because it just, it ruins the content that we want to watch, you know? I completely agree. Megan, such an underappreciated housewife. Just want to say that. Very, yes. Um, I... I just feel like we haven't brought her up. I was going to bring her up here at the end, but go ahead. Then I want you to bring her up. Well, I was going to say the thing I'm most looking forward to at the reunion is getting Miriam Cosby back on our screens because she wasn't in the past, the last like five episodes because she didn't go on this vacation. And she's such a bright light in such a darkness, even though she's dark in so many ways with her past and her, her, her reads on the world are so <laughs> dark and heavy. Um, she somehow brings lightness to the show that makes me so happy. So I, I am very much ready to see her on, on this reunion stage. And I want to hear, I want Andy to be like, so what do you think about like the Monica of it all? <laughs> I think you will. Yeah. You just perfectly described Mary. I love Mary. And I, she actually is, we're talking about like the cast members on this show who can just like rattle off and like take, Mary can rattle off and Mary can hold her own. Mary Mm -hmm. is smart. And I, nothing, if you think of iconic Salt Lake quotes, little girl, women, bobblehead. (laughs) You smell like hospital. (laughs) You smell like a hospital. Um, and you look inbred. <laughs> the inbred thing was, do you think I'm inbred? I do. I do, yeah. Like, she's <laughs> just amazing. But apparently she's writing with Monica. So, but I have this theory. I have this theory. And I thought about this today. That she is going to find out at the reunion what happened. Like, she didn't know, like, that no one told her anything. And she's going to, Andy's going to be like, so what do you think about Reality Vontese? And she's going to be like, what? <laughs> and she's like, Monica made an account and was, like, trolling you guys. And she be like, you did? <laughs> like, because she probably watched this, like, when they all watched it. <laughs> and she doesn't talk to them. I, well, she found out that her son was married. So... Right, and I, then claim that he maybe isn't like yeah, right. Like I don't, she's not living on this planet. I could see her just maybe being like, "Wait, no, you did that? No way." Her at Kathy Hilton's Christmas party on the red carpet, beyond, beyond, like beyond. But also, like I was talking with my husband about this. She really is so beautiful. Like I feel Stunning. like it. I feel like we just think that she's so funny. She is. She looks. She is like a just a stunning woman, um, mm-hmm. and 
I I don't know. I'm just she's the most fascinating person alive. Wait, I completely agree. I can't wait to see her back. And she looks so pretty in that blue. Gorgeous. 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 Um, well, Spencer, do you have any final thoughts? Are you are you looked like you were about to say something? I think I it doesn't have to do with Salt Lake, but it's such a, it's okay, just like a comment. Go, I just want to say I'm sad that Miami's not getting the views that it should. Because I know it just should just say it on Peacock. <clears throat> I, it, yeah, but it's top tier housewives. I'm gonna. I, I agree. I, I don't mean I don't think staying on Peacock is bad. I just think it had such a fun feel there. It did. And on Bravo, I just don't think it carries over in the same way for some reason. Sucks. Though. Even though we even though I watch it on Peacock the next day, it's not like I'm like doing it any different. Aton um Aton was like, this is the best dressed women that we have on a franchise. Like they all oh, are- and they're the funniest that we have too. They are. Kiki is having an unbelievable season. Unreal. She's amazing. But they all bring it, and they all show up. That's the thing that I love about them, is they show up. All all 15 of them show up to everyone's events. <laughs> they show up, and I love each of them in bizarre ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, this season, you know who I really love? I really love Alexia. Really? I do. She really grew on me. Um, and, like, I, she, I I don't know. There's just something about her this season that I love. And I always love Adriana. Not Adriana. I, I was afraid you were going to say Adriana. You mean that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a feeling you were going to say her. I love... You know, and I, I've, I'm going to say this bravely now because I was scared to say it before. I didn't totally understand everyone's obsession with Nicole. And I'm feeling, I'm getting it now. I know I'm late to it, but everyone after season, her first season, like the first the rebooted season, everyone was like, Nicole is a star. She's amazing. I'm like, what is it? Like, I don't really see it, but I'm, I'm actually getting it more now. And I, 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 I really love her. And Someone who I thought I could do without, who I'm actually have like the most, the biggest heart for is Julia. I do. The, the, when she sang the opera at that, I was crying. <laughs> I do love Julia. She's a little out of touch. And I, I know, but I like it. I'm a little mad at Martina because she's making extremely horrifying comments against the trans community and yeah, so awful. i yeah. it just it's hard for me to ride with people in our community who are not into supporting uh, other people in our community so yeah. i'm like but i don't want to blame julia for that i do love julia and i do think nicole's a star i hear what you're saying i think she's just so lux like she's so rich she's so gorgeous She's so smart. Like, mm-hmm. there's just so many things about her that you're kind of like, she's kind of like the it girl. And she is. I'm like, like, how do you have enough it? hours in a day to do all these things? Yeah. And I, I'm a Gertie boy. I love Gertie. Gertie is the, I love Gertie so much. I yeah. love Gertie. I think that she's, she is, I think that she's a star as well. Completely. Completely. Yeah. I need to get caught up. I'm behind on Potomac and Miami. Um, by behind, I mean like an episode, which is a lot for me. Um, yeah, so I need to get caught up. Last night's episode was, Wild with a capital W on Miami. Okay. Wait, was there new Beverly Hills last night? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought it was coming back next yeah. week. I, no, I guess no, that's what it's I'm back. doing tonight. Oh, it's back. Um, okay, great. Well, Spencer, thank you for being here. Thank you. I love you too so much. Um, let everyone know where they can uh, 
follow you and and uh, receive your your services. Oh, <laughs> that sounds sexual, but you know what I mean. No, 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 no. Um, Instagram, hi Spencer Glass, and TikTok, Spencer Glass. But my username is Spencer Glass Dash Actor Help. I'm it is a little bit of a. I don't really know what I'm doing. I keep changing my name. Just type in Spencer Glass on TikTok, and I'll I'll come up. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, of course. Um, and we will be back next week with uh, another Bravo recap as well as some more throwback recaps coming your way. Um, we will have Bravo recaps weekly moving forward again, so get excited for that. There's a lot going on. Um, and uh, next week we will be chatting with Emily from She Speaks It All and She Speaks Bravo, so get excited about that. And we will chat with you all soon. Spencer, say bye to the <laughs> listeners. Bye. Um, bye, listeners, and receipts, proof, Timeline, screenshots, fucking everything. Good night. That's another app in the books. Make sure to follow me at Tom Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. And make sure to follow the pod on IG at Dumpster Dive Pod. And on TikTok at Two Dumpster Divas. Rate, review, and subscribe to us and all the pods you love on your favorite app of choice. And we will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.